I'm good. How are you? I'm good, dude, man. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. No worries. Where are you calling from? And obviously, America. Yes, I'm calling from New York. I'm in oh, New York. Cool. Yeah, not the city, the upstate, but uh, still New York, I guess. Okay, that's cool, man. I'm in Ireland, so. Tiny, yeah, yeah, I've noticed Dublin on there, so very cool. Tiny bit away, like. I'm on the west the west coast of Sligo. It's, it's, it's yeah, so Dublin's there, and then we're kind of the other end of it, the other side of it on the west, so it's more kind of seaside-y, surfery kind yeah, of shit, you know. That's awesome. That makes sense for Beach Boys stuff, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A different yeah, kind of Beach Boys, right? <laughs> A rather colder wetsuit kind of Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the east coast of the U.S. is that same way. The the beach up, I go up to um, Maine, up north in, of the U.S., and it's freezing the water up there. Really? So cold, like, very cold water, yeah. So then I took a trip to California to, you know, do some Beach Boys stuff and whatnot. And uh, the water there is much warmer, so I can see why they enjoy it there. <laughs> yeah, the Atlantic. I think it's the Atlantic, because all that kind of shit's cold, cold as fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. So how, how, how did you, how did you get into the Beach Boys? Speaking of the Beach Boys. Yeah, I mean, I was a big Beatles fan as a younger. Like, I mean, I'm only 26, so younger guy. But uh, when I was a bit younger, you know, half the stage, I got into the Beatles, and uh, I think it's just natural. You know, you listen to Rubber Soul, and you go, "I'm inspired by this." Who else was inspired by this? And then Pet Sounds drops in your lap, and now you're a Beach Boys fan. So yeah, that was yeah. kind of the gateway drug for me was Pet Sounds for sure. Did were you? What age were you when uh, Smile came out? Well, the Brian Wilson Smile. Yeah, so Brian Wilson Smile. I was too young. I would have been probably like six or seven, pretty young. Oh shit, were you? Yeah, it's 2004. Let me do the math. Here. I'm 97. So let's think about it. when when the Beach Boys box set came out. I remember that. Um, I'd say I've been a Beach Boys fan what half my life now. So like 13 years. So 13 years ago, right around the time that um, the, Be- the Beach Boys box set for Smile came out. And uh, it's pretty interesting because I got into it right before. So, you know, I started with Brian Wilson Presents Smile, started looking into like, you know, right. the Surf's Up album, listening to Surf's Up, Heroes and Villains on Smiley. And uh, before long, I was, I had Bookless Barbie Smile, the book. I actually had two copies so I could take some notes while I was in the sitting study hall in class. Um, and I, I had uh, I had all that stuff. And then suddenly, right as I got into it, at like the peak of my Beach Boys mania, um, they decided to drop the Smile Box set, the Smile Sessions, which oh. couldn't have been better time for a guy like me. So Yeah, I, I remember going down, I was living in Dublin, going down to, the, to, to get Smile, like the Brian Wilson Smile. I was like so yeah. excited. I was like, holy shit, man. Because I, I was kind of like, I got into Beach Boys maybe probably when I was seven, seven, 16, 17. So that would have been like 2001 or something like that. Yeah. And um, it was just, just then I got into the whole Smile stuff. So like two years later or three years later, they announced Brian was doing Smile. So I was like, oh my God, I went from going, this perfect is never timing. Going. Yeah, it was perfect timing, man. It was perfect timing. But like, it's pretty funny. This, sorry. Because it lines up for both of us there when you think about it. Like you got Brian Wilson present Smile right after in the Smile sessions. For yeah. Me, so that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's class, man. I, I, it was cool that you did. Uh, you took the the first thing I went to look for when I heard that you did the the AI was like that song he has, Blue Hawaii, because I love yep. that. I lose a dream melody. Yeah, so I was like when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's cool, man. It's it's nuts. I really think that um, in Blue Hawaii is is one of the best ones on Brian Wilson presents yeah. Smile in terms yeah. of that jump from the original sessions. Um, it's clear there was a lot of work left to do with that one. We did 
sessions. And um, on a holiday as well, which some of the people who hear me say that are going to go crazy because a lot of folks have been mentioning that they want me to do that one. It yes. wasn't really part of the original vision for uh, Book Off Smile, but it could still happen. It's still in the cards. I'm kicking stuff around on my, my computer here. So <laughs> at some point, something like that will come up for sure. I was going to ask you about that one because I love that song too. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, man, that's, that's cool. They're all great. Uh, how, like... How about do you go about it? Obviously, you're you're singing into it, and then you're mm-hmm. auto. You're using um like uh, are you using Melodyne or what are you using? You using or yeah. Logic or is it Logic Auto Tune or what Auto Tune are you using? Yeah, so my the Auto Tune I use is just a uh, Auto Tune itself is a very stock one. It just comes with uh, I use Mixcraft, which I really only use because it's what I grew up using. Okay. <laughs> I should probably move on to Logic or something, but just used to it. Um, just a stock auto-tune. I've got Melodyne. I like to use that. Um, if On a Holiday ever comes out, it's probably going to use that for some of those rock, rock, roll vocals um, off of Do You Like Worms, pull them mm. into On a Holiday, which would be mm. kind of cool. Um, but it, it's crazy. The, this new software, it's called Sovitz, um, Sovitz SVC. Um, it doesn't even really have a UI yet. I'm sure you've taken a look at it and noticed it. Um, a lot of people have been getting into it lately, Paul McCartney stuff, all kinds of stuff. I heard and, some of that uh, stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy so, that someone they, did that song. I don't know why, and they put yep. it in his voice. From like, I was like, "Wow!" Like that sounded incredible. Crazy. I played that for um, my fiance. Had heard any of the um, Smile music or any of the Paul McCartney stuff beforehand, right. so it was a fun opportunity to be like, "Hey, so here's this song in Blue Hawaii with the Young Brian vocals." And then I went, "This is what it actually sounds like when you listen to the released version of this song." Like. Oh, I don't like that. Well, you know, it, it's great. And, it, you know, Brian really killed it for, you know, for the time that he released it and everything. It was, I, I love that vocal. But it's crazy to hear, like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, she's walking around the house singing, I lose a dream, whatever. And uh, then you play after and she's like, oh, wait a minute, that's the original? Like, that's interesting. That, that's very different. Um, so it's fascinating to see those experiences now of people who hear that for the first time with the AI vocals um, mm. and then kind of hear the Brian Wilson present smile after uh, it's, it's fascinating stuff. And um, yeah, the, I don't know the Paul McCartney one. Uh, I, I saw my Valentine as well as another good one from his later catalog. Uh, it's crazy to hear that with his younger voice. Just yeah. astounding really. Yeah. How do you feel about it like that? Cause when I first heard about it, I was like, AI and beach I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, it's a weird one. Like, cause, cause as, as, as great as it sounds, there is places where you can kind of hear, oh, yeah. you know, there's certain like, especially the auto-tune, like I despise auto-tune oh, in, yeah. in any yeah. way, but I'm sure you kind of need it with stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. it's a weird one because like, you're like, it sounds like them in places, but then you're kind of to separate it. You know, it's it's a, it's an odd right. one, you know, it's an odd one. It is. And it's it's a great question. And honestly, when... When I was going about making this and, and considering releasing it and considering releasing the model, mm. um, there were a lot of questions. I, you know, I probably did more talking just to myself about this than, <laughs> than is uh, saying basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of talking to myself about um, how I felt about, especially a group that's so rooted in like their vocal tone. Their like the, the Beach Boys, their vocal group really like that's a huge part of their appeal and. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're right about the autotune as well. Um, when the Beach Boys released That's Why God Made the Radio, I remember thinking, damn, 
Al does not need auto-tune. And from here to yeah. back again, it's such a great track, but it just didn't need it. I really wish there was a way to get that without that auto-tune. Um, and, you know, you brought up, there's probably a reason I needed it. It's funny. I've, I've been a musician for probably a little bit longer than the Beach Boys most of my life. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm not much, not much of a singer, but I can do most of it. It's really tight with, um, when, when you're using this AI technology, it's really tight with making sure you get those pitches and tones correct because it's going to really bend and bring those out. Right, more. right. I've noticed it with, um, there's some great AI Brian Wilson stuff that pulls some of the late 70s, early 80s stuff, um, some of the adult child stuff. Really cool stuff, but they'll, they'll use AI to separate the vocal from the instrumental. You know, mm-hmm. that's been around for a while. And then they'll just drop that vocal piecemeal into the to- this new AI tool, the Sovits. And it's just, he didn't hit all the pitches. It just doesn't sound very natural. Um, and those points where it goes out of tune, it kind of almost, I, I would say that the tuning is almost part of the masking process. So on notes where you hit them properly, you hear more Brian. Not just because it's in tune, but yeah, it, it actually... You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the masking is tied to how close you are. So uh, what I recommend to people when they use Sovits with this Brian model, at least with mine, at least, um, is to tune their vocals a little bit just so that they can get it there. But I definitely hear it on um, one of the big moments is in, in Blue Hawaii. Where he goes, oh, I could use because he. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I struggle with that one a lot. There's probably a hundred <laughs> takes of me. And and when, uh, when it says, feels like I was really in the pink, that pink. Uh, the word pink. I think I sat here for hours just going pink, 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 hoping, hoping that I was going to get it. But every time I go pink, like Brian's voice wouldn't, because, you know, it kind of comes out of tune a little bit. So uh, um, in some cases, I had to rethink the arrangements. So uh, you're trying to like do his inflections as well, so you can get mm-hmm. it kind of at the same, like as he, as he would do it almost. Oh, yeah. And I would say that naturally, like the singing voice of Brian's that I'm closest to, at least, you know, not very close at all. But when when I'm comparing it is um, kind of that sunflower era where he had a little bit more nasally falsetto. Uh, so it was a little tough because some of these smoother falsettos, like I mentioned, my, my fiance would sit right right next to me and watch me do this. She was a big help for a lot of this stuff, too. <laughs> Listen to it way more than anybody should have to. <laughs> uh, and she would say, you know, you got it. I don't want to tell you anything about Brian Wilson because you know him. You know, you've been listening to him for a decade and a half. And I've been, you know, but she's like, he's just got a smoother voice. You just got to go smoother, smoother, smoother. And yeah. it was tough sometimes because it's not very natural. And um, there's there's a great I actually had um, someone send me an, on, on a holiday one today that just released from somebody like earlier this morning. And you can hear the the singer who um, recorded the, the bass track, right? The track that got put into the Soviets tool had an accent, some type of accent that ah, I couldn't place. Okay. And you can hear it through the really through, through the tool. Yep. So it's Brian Wilson with some kind of accent, which you know, <laughs> I guess that's still <laughs> in a way. There's a Brian Wilson element to it. Yeah, that's good. Cool. How long? Like, how long did it actually take you to do the to do the whole project? Because it had to be a lot of work, man. I remember years ago when I got into Smile first and I started recording, I was like, I'm going to try and finish this just for my own sake. And then I was like, yeah, oh, this is going to take too much work. I don't know, whatever, man. <laughs> so like, well, how long did it take you to do that? It must have been just forever. Like, Well, it's a, it's a good question. When I started with Book Off Smile, the idea was, you know, no AI vocals. 
I thought about it. I, I, you know, piddled it around. There's actually um, a book off store, which is basically a Japanese brand of shops. There's actually one in New York City. So I was in the city on the train coming back up north. And I was thinking, okay, I bet I could do the AI vocals. I think it would probably work. But I, I really thought people wouldn't enjoy it. So I stuck at that point to doing just the tracks, uh, uh. pulling the tracks apart, keeping it all original. That took about a month. Uh, and, you know, based on what you mentioned about Smile, that's what you get into. You think, oh, you know, we've got a perfect vegetables mix, a perfect wind chimes mix. Yeah, We're fine. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like, you know, the mix we've got of cabin essence isn't great. <laughs> like, I might I might want to restart that. And then, oh, man, the, the doings aren't in time with the backing track. <laughs> so now I've got to slice the doings up. Like, there's a lot of things like that in the mix. Um, but... Ultimately, that first part of just getting smiled as it is right now, separated, took about a month. And then I actually um, just training the Brian AI. So just cutting up the vocals, all the Brian's clips, um, about 10 second clips of, you know, phrases from mostly pet sounds and smile. Drop those in. You know, that takes some time to cut them up. Even mm -hmm. just saving, cutting the files took time. But once I had it running, um, I had to check periodically on this tool as it was training this ai tool um so that i knew that it wasn't crapping out on me because this would take 40 50 hours to train so oh, I would, really yeah I, wow. i'd be sitting in the office at work and I'm like, I gotta, i'd grab my phone and tunnel into my computer at home and check on it <laughs> oh it crashed i gotta zoom oh, in yeah man yep for and can, when, it, when it crashes can you can you go from the point to crash or do you have to do it all again that it's funny you can start from the point where it crashed but the first time it crashed about 12 hours in i wasn't sure so yeah. i was very nervous i was like <laughs> if i start this again is it gonna overwrite everything it's done because this has been basically like a whole waking day at this point that yeah, you know yeah. 12 hours that it's been running so uh thank god they they must have had that um they must have had that realization when they were coding that up that like yeah this is gonna crash it's gonna crap out and if, if people lose 12 hours, there's going to be some property damage involved yeah. in this thing. So. Yeah. Oh, well, that's um, But you mentioned earlier, um, you know, did you did you ever think about, like, like you hear that Paul McCartney AI, and it's it's a young Paul McCartney. Um, and that in this case, like, it's a young Brian Wilson. Like, Brian mm. Wilson recorded these vocals. Why do we need to make them young? And uh, I've gotten a lot of interesting comments. And most of the time, I actually stay out of it. I just let others talk about it. Um, when I decided to release it, I was just fascinated to see what people think. I kind of expected there to be a good amount of, like, I don't want to say hate mail, but, like, <laughs> angry messages from people. Um, I didn't want to predict that it would be mostly older people. I knew that would be, like, kind of, a, you know, a weird gap to be like, oh, you know, the young people, they're used to this weird stuff. But yeah. some of them fans are going to be a little bit turned off by it it does seem like that's kind of been the breakdown based on what i've seen right, um, right i go website by website too like i see you know certain things on twitter like on twitter they'll say i was kind of worried about this but when i listened to it it was really cool and like for what it is it's cool then i went on facebook and people are just like who the heck would do this that guy's an idiot like this is a waste <laughs> of time this no real beach boys fan would do this and i was well, like oh, so, some man. older people and steve hoffman have been liking it and that's an yeah. older you know that's that's your vinyl purist it's funny that you mentioned steve hoffman because that that one is smiley smile i've been on smiley smile for like 13 years um and the Steve Hoffman forums, I actually didn't have an account, but I'd always, you know, read it. I just never had an account. 
So I, I went on there, made the account. I was getting ready to send some messages to people. You know, I somebody mentioned uh, so there's been some really great discourse about this, and I think that that's probably the thing I'm happiest about with this mm, uh, mm. is the discussion, to be honest. Um, but I, somebody mentioned something along the lines of like, it, you know, it, if you're a Beach Boys fan, you'd probably want, you know, just leave it the way it is. Like, just don't touch it. Just leave it that way. Um, and there was some good comments about like, well, Smile's always been this way. Like, you know, back in the 80s, like Darian uh, in Brian's group, like he was doing this back then. You know, he, he started writing... I think uh, I showed this to my uncle and he mentioned it as like musical fan fiction, which I think is great. Uh, (laughs) You know, that's a really good way to put it. Um, I mean, you know, people in Brian's inner circle who worked on Brian Wilson Presents Smile had been piecing this together themselves for decades now. And I really do see this as a a kind of natural evolution of the, the, I don't want to say, it's hard to say bootleg because it sounds like you're trying to sell something, but like it really is like a bootleg scene of you know creating new pieces, taking things and putting them together. Um, a, a good example: the guy who um, one of the other great guys, um, his name is Justin. I don't remember his username, but he actually reached out to me. He had been creating the uh, Paul McCartney. I don't know. Um, he's the guy who oh, made that. Right. Oh wow! So he reached out to me, and we spoke a little bit about you know our thoughts on this stuff. Um, just a quick back and forth, and uh, he he had mentioned that um where was i going with this <laughs> lose my train of thought here um where was, what was i saying before that was justin we're talking about ai we're talking well i thought about ai what am i saying <laughs> uh, about he, the kind of bootleg mixtapes yeah basically. i'm sorry he was that, that that's it right there he created the smile ad mix oh, no way i love that one yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the best. That's, it's, in terms of creativity, like, people have always been pulling apart these things. You mentioned Melodyne earlier. Melodyne was a huge revolution in getting things like Smile AD off the ground, being able to take, you know, rock, rock, yeah. roll from Do You Like Worms and drop that into on holiday. You couldn't do things like that and augment it in a, anywhere re- near realistic way until that technology came out. And here we are, like, probably 10 years on from that at this point. Um, I think I actually made the album cover for Smile AD back in the day, which is funny how it all comes <laughs> That's cool. But it, it's all, you know, it's all this big scene of people who just love the music, love the album. And I mean, I, I, I saw a great quote from um, Vince Gilligan who wrote um, Breaking Bad. And he mentioned, uh, somebody asked him a question about the plot of the show. And he, he stood up, it was, it was a panel interview, and he stood up and he said, you know, honestly, I'm going to give an answer, but this is your guys' show as much as it is mine at this point. You know, it's been a decade. You've been a part of this scene and everything. And uh, I thought it was kind of cool for a creator to, to say that because at a certain point, like, if we went up to Brian right now and we said, you know, the elements, like that, that smog, uh, like, tape that you had where you were just talking about the smog in L.A., was that part of Smile? He'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I highly doubt he would know what it is, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, or at yeah. least you've heard about it, yeah. right? So yeah. it's, it, it's crazy how, um, you know, that doesn't mean that it nullifies the creator's intent of the work, but in a way, like, as long as it's done respectfully, I really do feel like we were taking that torch and, and just running with it. And 
we're all running in different directions, but Brian got us, you know, 75%, yeah. 80% of the way there, right? Yeah, so. yeah. I remember when the smiles, smile sessions were coming out, I always had this idea that I always thought it'd be cool to take Brian's voice. I don't know. At the time, you probably won't be able to do it. We would probably not. But take his voice from the Brian Wilson uh, presents pe- smile and to somehow mm-hmm. manipulate it to sound like a young you couldn't do yeah. it, obviously, but you could all probably just pitch shift and it sounds shit because, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. But if you could take his voice of from the smile of his smile and put it into AI to make him sound younger, yeah. that'd be incredible. Like At that point, I mean, I, I'm getting like um, De Niro and the, the Irishman vibes there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's 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 really complicated stuff. There's, there's a lot of angles to like, I, I kind of see it as there's like three hurdles to jump over there's the like ethical and moral hurdle yes. in, 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 in yes. any subject right the yeah. ethical and moral one there's the legal one which is very fascinating i've been uh curiously awaiting the email that says like take this shit down you know like <laughs> capital <we're done>, right? <laughs> sending you cease and desist letters <laughs> right i've got a few youtube ones but the, i get those like you know you use a clip of a song for five seconds you get that so that's that doesn't seem as targeted towards the ai as maybe you know if i get an email about it that says something um and then there's the artistic barrier to jump over and for me personally the art one is always meant to be pushed like mm, mm. you know when when autotune, I mean, you mentioned that you're not a fan of autotune. For depending on its application, I totally agree with as that. As an effect, as an effect, right. I think you can do interesting stuff. But as Absolutely. a way of doing vocals, oh man, no, I'm just not I, a fan I of it. And it's funny, I agree. Like if if Al Jardine, who at you know what, probably 80 years, he's got to be almost 80, right? Yeah, he still sounds great. I I mean, I, I've seen him a couple times in the last few years, and he sounds great live. He sounds great on record. I don't really see why he needs to use it. But if you're like for instance, say Kanye West, like I had Kanye, <laughs> yeah. Kanye uh, like that's an effect. That's yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. A piece of the artwork. It's you know, it's it's a guitar pedal for your voice. Exactly. And you have to ask yourself. Um, I kept, I keep mentioning my fiance, but we've had a lot of conversations about this AI stuff. Um, she said, you know, if your voice is an instrument, then this is just a pedal for that instrument, which it's complicated because it is somebody <laughs> else's voice, right? Like yeah. you know. I don't know if Adele would love it if she released her first solo album as Adele, you know, but uh, it's it's a curious thing to say, what does the artist bring to a vocal performance that that is actually marketable as like their performance? Mm. Is it their voice? Is it their performance? Is it the song that they write? Is it the face even, which is complicated because nowadays that's not even something that you can say is your own, really. Yeah. You know? This could be a fake face that I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one. It's a slippery kind of slope, isn't it? Because at some point, you know that record labels are going to start using this stuff. Oh yeah. And oh. once they start using it, that's probably when you'll be getting. Hey, can you take that down? Because we got to yeah. use it now. You know, like when they're not using it, they don't care. But when they are, you know, that's when they're they're going to go gung ho on that. And uh, you can just. I fear that you're going to get like <laughs> just ridiculous collaborations of Michael Jackson with yeah like, with the weekend yeah yeah, yeah, yeah something like yeah. that and you're just like come on you know and, but I think younger people would say even like we say 16 17 that generation of young people they'll be way more uh go oh, that's fine because oh, they, yeah. they, their technology is like growing up with of like probably we grew up with TV or whatever you know what I mean like it's right 
Whereas I think for probably maybe me, but definitely older people than me would definitely probably never get get with that. Like, you know, it's it's really interesting because I I kind of feel like if you ask a musician, right? Like I can see your that's a bass actually behind you there, like the bass and the drums. I heard your track that you sent me, which was awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah, of course. It's um like when you ask a musician about it. I feel like I have two minds about it. You know, like I said, I'm 26, so I'm still on the cusp of young for, for probably most of the people who are fans in this fan base, at least. Um, but I'm getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell but, me about it. If you ask a musician about it, I'm of two minds about it, because on one hand, if somebody took my voice and used it, I don't know that I would. I don't know if my reaction would be anger. Or, yeah. or, um, you know, I, I don't know really how I would feel about it. It's kind of complicated. Uh, you know, if, if, let's say, I don't know, if the weekend, to use an example again, it, you know, he releases a track and it says featuring me, but it's not me. Part of me would say, well, you know, I'm available. You can just call. <laughs> you do it. On the other hand, it's it's fascinating because this was this this uh, book off smile project was very much an artistic expression for me. Like I sang the parts, I had to rearrange some things. Um, and you know, in a way, like it's Brian's voice, but it's my performance, right? Like it's, it's very complicated because in that way, like as an artist, I, I think that I enjoy being able to do this. I, I really try to express something with it, like my love of the music. And if that's really what we're coming, if that's the point we're coming to where, you know, Elvis is going to get dug out of his AI grave and we're going to have to collaborate with Johnny Cash, who's also getting, you know, like yeah. all this stuff. It's, it's one of those questions where you have to ask, like, well, you know, if an artist, like if Lady Gaga wants to have a tribute to an older singer um, and, and they do it tastefully and they've got all the permission from the estate and everything. Well, it's kind of a complicated situation. Carrie Fisher, for example, from another, you know, another field of art, another, medium of art right they they had her face in rogue one star wars rogue one it's it's an interesting proposition to say like well they're dead they can't do it but i mean her kid was on board you know her her family was on board let's do it let's just throw her in the movie so yeah it's but but it's not their performance i mm. think that's the mm. thing that kind of mm. gets me you know those words on rivals and smile i i kind of always felt like they were a little bit meta like he's kind of singing about smile in a way, you know, is it hot as hell in here? Is it me? It really is a mystery. Like, I don't know if that was a line that 60s Brian Wilson would have thrown in there, but with the context behind smile and behind his life, it makes a bit more sense to say something like, you know, to throw those words in there. Mm. And, you know, that, that expression, like 2004, Brian Wilson singing those words, it's like, wow, that's way more powerful that he faced his demons with smile. He he really went for it, you know? This is it. This is, it's finished. And that's something that, like, you know, I could find an acetate of Brian singing these words. And to a lot of people, it might not mean the same thing anyway, because it's mm-hmm. it, very complicated questions. In a lot of ways, I find myself asking more questions for <laughs> that I find answering them when I talk about it. Yeah. Know? It's a weird one because, like, it is Brian Wilson's voice, 
but it's also not Brian Wilson's voice. Right. It is his voice, but it's not his actual performance, but it is his right. performance from something that's been taken from a multitude of his performances. So you kind of, right. you can get stuck. Right. And I guess a, a question, I mean, I have a question for you here. Does, is it different because it's smile? I think that's something that I've yeah. seen a lot of asking and I, I've wanted to discuss with somebody. Like, I think so, because smile has always been like a mixtape. You yeah. know, like as long as like when you just go through the history of it and you just see different people, there's so many bootlegs and so many different things. And like even the official sessions, it's just Capitol Records idea of a bootleg. bootleg you know what yeah. I mean? It, there's no real. Absolutely. Mark Lynette, right? Like it's his. Yeah. 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 And it, it, it's them taking what Brian even did on Brian Wilson Presents Smile and kind of putting it. They kind of even do the really same order and everything like that. Yeah, so pretty much. Yeah. You know, like if he never put that out. They probably just would have threw everything randomly there. I'm sure there would have been some order, but it wouldn't have been yeah. the same order. And uh, one thing that actually always irked me about the Brian Wilson, uh, the the Beach Boy smile is that they didn't lead all the tracks into each other. There was a stop, yep. and I'm like, "I dude, come on!" And they could have. They really yeah, could. It's easy. Like. I mean, I maybe you know the answer to this question. I've been wondering lately on holiday or holidays, I guess, into wind chimes that whispering winds. That's from Smiley Smile isn't it yeah like yeah one, yeah yeah, that, yeah so they were clearly willing to like make edits <laughs> from other you know other sources yeah so i don't know why that was where they went to with it you know what i mean like why not do it for every song why not you know I, w- I wonder on the original smile would have brian would have everything have flowed into each other like on on the brian wilson presents right. smile. like i, I well, wonder it's it's a good question because like Sergeant Pepper did admit, but yeah, not, you know, didn't yeah. admit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like done in uh, movements, kind of the way Smile is done. You know what I mean? It's everything kind right. of flows into each other. I see you probably oh. could because there is albums that did it, like Days of Future Past and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Made believe, oh, so. that's a great album. I love uh, dude, that. I only I've... heard. Dude, I only heard that album like two weeks ago. I know this sounds oh, sounds terrible. Crazy. It's terrible. It's... Like I was, I was sitting so... in bed and then a concert on TV, and I had my. I, I always write songs. When like with the TV muted, I know it sounds weird, right. but like I seen an orchestra, I was like, "Oh, what's fucking orchestra?" Um, I unmuted it and this like played this whole thing. I was like, "Wow, what's that?" So I started watching the whole thing, and I never heard the record. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was just it's like, "Oh away, man. It's amazing! It's amazing!" Every, the the one that's got me, the, the song on that that I always get stuck with is um, "Take a look up there, and it's everywhere." Yeah, yeah. And, like <laughs> I I never really got with like what is it within without you on. Uh, Sergeant Pepper and stuff oh, like that, like that. kind of the, some of that stuff, like George's more like India infused music. But that track on, um, I forget what the title of it is because they're all named after times of day. But um, what is it? It's not, it might be evening or something, but that track really, there's something about it that just gets me. It's almost got, um, it's interesting because Cabin Essence has a few little things like that, like over and over the crow cries and cover the cornfield. And yeah. Mike holds the note and the two, the double track kind of phases a little bit like it's yeah got effect very cool stuff there for sure very cool but to answer the, but, but to get back on the, the songs um segue like going into each other um there's one that's always irked me too which is I, i'm pretty sure the tape is just labeled bridge to indians and it's uh, mm, <laughs> it, it's literally it's an f chord it, it's gotta be do you like worms it's gotta yeah. go right into it like it's it literally <laughs> 
because uh you know that what i think um do you like worms is f and b flat so it's probably what key of f or something and i'm just you hear it and you know they take the breath the chord comes out and you go that's when do you like worms starts but for some reason they labeled the tape that way on the session box they they had that right there but they didn't go with it so on book off smile that's that's fixed up (laughs) yeah man I, i noticed that i liked i liked what you did with the uh the old master painter that you added yeah. the, him singing the old master painter. I yep. was like, well, that's cool. I was like, that took me by surprise. I was like, whoa, shit. And it's, it's crazy because I knew I'd heard it somewhere, but nobody, uh, I couldn't find it on the smile sessions. And that's because it was a pet sound session where he sang that. It was, oh, I'm pretty nice. sure it was hang on to your ego or something. He goes, oh, Brian's talking about it. He's like, oh, it's, it's out of, you know, it's out of town. It's great. And he goes, oh, the old master painter. And I'm like, that's 1960s Brian Wilson singing it. So I tried to get that to fit in there, but he was mum- just mumbling it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I just went for it. And Brian did sing it during the the live shows for Brian Wilson Presents Smile for some of the later ones. Later on in 2004, oh. he started singing it. So he must have just forgotten. Like, you know, like I mentioned to him, this is just like, you know, think of the songs you've written and then just say, oh, yeah, you know, I wonder if I can remember all the chords to like a song I wrote 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, I I I remember when that smile live because you know at the time it was just a live concert. There was no ever talk about doing whatever, right. and um, I got this. Oh, it was a crappily recorded like something on the yeah. internet that I found. And I was like intensely listening to, it and I was like, wow, you know what I mean? It's, it's so crazy like, how there's vocals on that now. Right? Yeah, yeah, because you know, like you all like there was so many of the bootlegs. It's funny look listening back because it was always that story of like oh I've destroyed the tapes or this or all that and then yeah. you're like the like there's so much of smile like he was so close yeah. he was so he close really to was. finishing it and I I thought about that with this project because I really wanted to stick to the whole pocket symphony thing symphony thing for um book off smile like mm. Brian had a lot of songs that were pieces put together like vegetables great example very much I mean vegetables is for all intents and purposes another good vibration it's like it might not have been the radio hit, but it was built the same way. Um, wind chimes, very similar to that. Heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. And I went through. Do you like worms? I went through and I said, Yeah. I mean, there's enough tracks built with the smile style, basically, to easily make an album. As a matter of fact, with ho- on a holiday, which wasn't that way, you know, like that was just like a straightforward session. And look, song for children. Uh, that's kind of the reason I left those two off was I didn't really feel like they were in the smile mode, but right. you know, agree to disagree with some people. <laughs> uh, I love those tracks though, but um, yeah, it's it's fascinating because if you just take all those songs that were built up in that smile style and put what we've got together, not even any new stuff, you don't have to make anything. That's easily two sides. You know, it it almost is too much to fit yeah. on a single record with you know twenty six minutes on the side like. If you're trying to break it up into something that makes sense side by side, it's pretty tough to do. I'm sure that was part of Brian's problem with it, but we'll never really know what it was, to be honest. That no, no, that's that's the kind of the sad thing about it. It's like, but in, in a weird, in a weird way, it's kind of the it's like it, you never know. So that kind of makes it interesting. It's like the never know. That's why the Beatles are so loved because they ended. Yeah, you know it. It started and it ended. I mean, you know, it's not. It's like, it's not like they had two runs at it like Dexter and fucked up both endings. Yeah, least. right. <laughs> or the Beach Boys, to be honest. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
Though I will say those last three songs on That's Why God Made the Radio are oh, some yeah. of my favorite Beach Boys songs. Oh, I was like, I've been getting back into um I, I've got I love every era of the Beach Boys for their own for their own reasons. I can even get into like somewhere near Japan and stuff like that. Like some of the weirder ones. Like I can really get into it. I wonder why I can get into that. But um, I you know, I can get into any era, but one of the the, one of the ones that I'm still stuck on that I'm really trying to get into, I actually just went and bought the, um, not the box, but the multiple CDs for the um, Carl, the Passions, and the Holland. Era. Oh, I love that. Brilliant. Great stuff. I, I Brilliant. just feel like I haven't uh, dove into it quite yeah, a Yeah, it's underrated. So, like, there's some seriously good stuff on that. Like, Very, very true. Very true. It's, I mean, I always loved um, All This and That, right? I was, I was literally about to say the same thing. That song it's is a great brilliant, man. It's like meditation. There's there's so many good tracks on those. I was actually in the Netherlands and I saw a copy of it. I'm like, that's so weird. Like this is the design. I gotta listen to it now. I'm sure they just came back there because they're like, yeah, people will people will definitely buy that one while they're here. But yeah, um, it's it's crazy. They they've just got so many errors. And I think you're right that um, in a way, Smile's kind of like the the tech uh, world of Smile, like. You know, back in the 80s, it was mic- literal mixtapes. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to cut the track here and then start recording the next tape that I've mm-hmm. got. Um, that that sort of never-ending mystery and the, the tech behind it, people creating mixtapes of it and new mixes. If Brian had just written a handwritten list in order, you know, this is the order of the tracks and done it, none of that would have existed. It, no. it just, it, it was really just... And he got close. He had that handwritten list. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I couldn't help but notice that uh, Holidays and Song for Children weren't on there either. Uh, <laughs> I, I love those songs, man. <laughs> They're um, I, Honestly, I think Song for Children is one of my favorite songs on Smile. So. That piano piece. That is mm-hmm. just so beautiful. Dun, dun, oh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, oh, that's what I meant to ask you before I forget. Because yes. my mind have a head like a sieve. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the artwork. Did you do that artwork on AI? Yes, I did. Um, uh, AI artwork, I'm a little bit less keen on it than kind of this whole thing that I did with Brian Wilson's voice, but mm. I I needed the um, you know the Native American looking out. I, I I was part of the project for sure. <laughs> First thing I thought about when I seen that was, um, <laughs> you ever seen Wayne's World too? There's a yeah. the, the Native <laughs> American in it. Like that was like, yep. oh, just remind totally put me back to Wayne's. Yep, World. <laughs> yep. It, it's got and and that's the thing is like. It's it's weird with smile because that there's obviously such a there's there's a narrative thread, but it doesn't really get touched on with every track. It's actually very uncannily similar to how Sergeant Pepper does it, where you know we we deal with all these questions about you know waving from the ocean liner, you know all that stuff, and cabinets through the cabinets, it kind of makes sense. You know you've kind of got a narrative thread, yeah. But then until kind of. Until in Blue Hawaii, it just kind of drops that thread um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, kind of segues. So my my view of Smile is you've got the one side that's mostly Americana stuff. And you got the one side that's more about, uh, you know, stepping outside of like history and focusing on like humanity, which is kind of like, you know, a wonderful song for children, surf song and society kind of. Um, society being you know not one of the elements but like part of life right and then the elements themselves um i know that there's some people who will hear book off smile who will probably wonder like really wind chimes you thought like that's the air piece like didn't brian mention there was something else or 
are like vegetables as earth. But I don't know when you really think about it. The song is called Wind Chimes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's kind of hard to argue that there's nothing there. But um, you know, I can see I can see some people having that angle about it. Yeah. Do you do you still listen to? Is there actually is there any one that you listen to more than the other? Would say Brian Wilson's Smile or Beach Boys Session Smile? Yeah, you know, honestly, it's song by song. Really, I think that for the Beach Boys, um, I really love the uh, Heroes Surf. and Villains Part One version. Um, and Surfs like, Up, Surfs Up. Yeah, you, just, you cannot beat like you just surf's cannot. Up. Just cannot. Surfs Up is. I mean. I know I'm, I'm talking to somebody who's probably going to agree, but that's just one of the best songs ever. Like oh, yeah. you just, yeah. you just got to like, and it's, it's shocking when you think about the fact that until now, obviously Carl's vocals fantastic, but until 2011, there wasn't an official version with that Brian vocal on it. And I have my, it's funny. I looking back, I hate to say like, Oh, you know, there was, there was an editing thing on there that I didn't like, but you know, I always knew it was there. I just avoided it with, um, yeah. When Brian does the call of Manny Ruins, when he jumps up, I always just felt like the timing was a little off. And again, you know, ear of the beholder, I guess. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um, I always felt that way. So when I when I did my mix, I everything with Book Off Smile was sourced from flat quality stuff. You know, I've got the Smile Sessions disc. I've got, um, I actually have, I, I don't have it around here anymore, um, but I had a japanese hd cd or i guess sacd of surf song ah, okay and that's where i sourced the um the children's song part at the end from a lot of people have commented like wow that's that's a good sounding version of that part <laughs> it just comes off of a really good quality cd so um you know sourcing it from all that stuff but uh yeah surf stuff i had to start from scratch on that and just do it completely um which was harder than you think because mm. that's another thing about smile is we've got so much, but there's also pieces that, you know, that we were blessed by the smile gods to be given that backing track, uh, uh, this backing vocal rather track on the smile section. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just got all those pieces isolated. Right. Um, the aforementioned doings are on there from Kevin. <laughs> um, but with surfs up those, you know, bygone, bygone or whatever everybody thinks it is. Um, those are nowhere to be found. They they don't exist isolated anywhere. Um, I guess I mean on the new box set that they did for the Surf's Up album and for Sunflower, they've got um, Carl's vocal with mm. the bygones there. Mm. But if you want to cut them and you want to use Brian's vocal, I actually had to isolate Carl's vocal from the isolated vocals, right? And, and use that because it's it's very interesting how deep of a rabbit hole you can go down here to re-piece these things together. But without the tapes, uh, it's, it uses its own AI, honestly. Like I used um, different isolation techniques to try to grab all those parts. Uh, I've seen a few people mentioning, like, wow, you know, some of these sound pretty good. Um, Child's Father of the Man is another one. Uh, you know, we've got the stereo backing track, but there's no stereo mix of those vocals. I had to go in and say, like, all right, let's just see how many times we can isolate this until we and all that. So um, there's there's a lot of work that could still be done, honestly. But there was a lot of work to do before I even got to the you know filling in the vocal gaps and stuff like that. Um, I've actually had a few people ask if I'm going to release those, but it's a little bit shaky ground to just release just the music, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then 
like yeah. hey, I did all these new vocal things and like it's just like my project uh versus like here's remastered songs I don't know <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's, fu- it's funny though because that technology I remember when I was doing my first record it took me fucking I mean dude talk about going insane making my first record but anyway <laughs> yeah. um there was one track I had and I loved the the verses but we lost the the hard drive for it so I, I loved the verses and ha- and hated the choruses and when we re-recorded it I liked the chorus on the new version and didn't like the oh. verse so I had to kind of I w- there was like at the time there was like a technology I forget the name of it but that would try and split vocals from stuff so I could do that yeah. but it was terrible man it was terrible so eventually I just mixed it and it was ever like that but uh, but uh, now you could easily do it but I, oh, I yeah. spent weeks going trying to do this thing like this is like you know 13, be... 14 years ago so like yeah, the technology it's... was terrible back then for that for what doing that you know what I mean Right. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, I had that thought a few times. I was like, all right, I'm being a perfectionist about some of this stuff. You know, obviously it's not perfect, but I'm being a perfectionist about it. And I'm thinking, you know, next year, somebody's going to just be able to like pop out the best sounding vocals of all time. Like <laughs> it's, it's going to be all the Beach Boys. That's another thing I was thinking. Um, a few people mentioned that like, man, you know, Mike would be good on In Blue Hawaii. He sure would be. It's got to find 50 hours to train him. <laughs> you know, to train the <laughs> You wonder about that though like we we hold those songs so closely to brian because he he recorded them right but i'm That's sure a good point it's a good point what who he who he choose for those different parts if he yeah. if he even had that melody back then i probably didn't okay. have that melody. you know what i mean probably there's, not probably there's that, far enough along yet. yeah there's actually, that kind of thing that's a great oh man i really wanted to talk about this i always believe that in blue hawaii would have become cool cool water i oh, think 100 percent that's 100%. where it was going just naturally yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean even we, we know now that that year they recorded cool cool water for the first time so yeah. um the first thing i did before i did any of the ai i said you know people i, I had it trained i was recording with it but i said now oh, you know who knows with this stuff like if people are gonna you know dig it or not mm. and uh i i took cool cool water pieces of it the vocals and did what you're just mentioning separated it and i lined it all up right over the top of in blue hawaii and it sounded pretty good. I was happy with it. I was <laughs> cool. with it. And uh, nope, that ended up changing. But <laughs> I still should release it at some point because it is it is fascinating because I really do think that um, obviously I think you're right that there was no melody for in, in Blue Hawaii didn't exist back then. That was I think Van Dyke has even uh, come out and just said straight up like yeah we wrote those vocals in 2004. Mm. So um, not so with the like worms, but uh, with in Blue Hawaii. They, they did do that and um yeah it's it's funny to think who would have sung them i mean carl probably who knows maybe he would have sung surfs up from the get-go maybe what we got in 71 was pretty close to what we would have gotten in 67 yeah i never liked carl i love carl as a singer but for me surfs up i always didn't like his singing i didn't i could probably because it was ingrained with brian wilson at that piano on that leonard bernstein thing that's the first I remember right. the first time i heard that on like this documentary and Oh, there was this documentary on the biography channel at the time. Yep. And it was just kind of kismet at the time. They had this crappy movie on, we have this thing called Sky, where it was like, you know, like be like your cable in America. Right. But it was like, you know, like, and it was this terrible movie <laughs> on the Beach Boys. Ah, uh, what was it called? It was like a, it was like the American band. That's what it was called. An American Beach family, maybe? Yes, or that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the original, <laughs> the original one, Van Dyke Parks, 
the guy in, in Van Dyke was playing, Van Dyke got them to take his name off being called Van Dyke Parks. So I, I don't blame him when you see yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, but but okay. at the time, I loved that shit. I was like, oh my yeah. God. Because it's awesome. yeah, fucking brilliant. And um, at, so that movie was on. And then at the same time was like the biography on Brian Wilson was on. And yep. I was like, it was all that same thing at the same time. And I remember just seeing when they played that part of him. I totally went on tangent there. Sorry. But when they played that part no. of him singing at the piano, uh, the you know, the surf up the Leonard Bernstein thing. I was like, just shit, fucking blew my mind, man. I was like, it, it's shit. crazy, dude. And it's even funnier, too, when you say it like that, because to me, thinking thinking sonically, right, like that's a pretty crummy recording of the song. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound quality. The performance is awesome, but the, the, the sound quality of that, um, like the the taped performance is questionable. Yes. <laughs> Fascinating, because when I hear Carl's vocal, the thing that I don't like about it personally is it's it doesn't have any sharpness to it. And surfs up to me, it's... I, I kind of think of music in colors. Like it's a very like light, like different blues. Like yeah, light yeah, blues. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little sharp. It's icy a little bit. I, I don't really, you know, no other word to describe it, I guess. Very, you know, the piano is kind of sharp, the sound. It's not a honky tonk piano. It's, you know what I mean? It's got a sharper sound. And I think Brian's vocal really cuts through it. Mm. Like, I think that's what really gets it. Um, there's a part on Book of Smile I really like because it's in stereo and it uses the smile sessions mix. Um, of the backing track when um, Hung Velvet Overtaken Me, when that comes in on the second verse, the piano is only on one side and you've got the, the bass. Uh, it's, I th- it sounds like a picked bass to me. Um, so it's, it's just that muted picked bass on one side and the piano on the other side, like two bars of Hung Velvet Overtaken Me, second piano comes in on the other side. That always gets me, and Brian's vocal really sells it because it it fills that gap. It's sharp enough, and uh, it's it's strong enough. I mean, you mm. know, Carl saying it with Carl was always very he had a, a, he could belt obviously you know soulful and sunshine and stuff, but um, but he was he had that smooth voice, and Brian's voice in that era especially just had a strength to it, double tracked or not double tracked that um, could really cut through a song. I heard um, here today which is an interesting one with Brian singing it. Great song, right? Um, I heard that with Brian singing it. It's a completely different song. It (laughs) it sounds so different. And (laughs) it makes you wonder, you know, if Carl was on Surf's song, if Mike, who was going to sing on a holiday? You know, that also in my head, I hear Mike singing that one personally. So I never thought about that till you said about Mike. And now I'm kind of going, yeah, that would be kind of the lower register of like not too difficult to sing, really. You know, it's just right. very, you know. Plus, uh, I mean, you go to Mike Love, you're already asking him to sing, um, you know, over and over, Crow Cries and Cover the Cornfield. <laughs> you're like, all right, I got a song about, you know, the beach and vacations and stuff. I got a song about Blue Hawaii. Like, those yeah. are the Mike songs for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, actually, you, should, you, should, you mentioned synesthesia there a while ago. First, yep. first, podcast I did was about synesthesia really? I'm a synesthesia researcher called Caroline Kerwin like that's why my podcast called Hold On To The Colors is to do with synesthesia huh. I yeah. saw I, I went back and watched a few of them especially the Van Dyke one because that was great right yeah. and um, I I didn't see that one so it's funny that the first I, one when I hear records today I some it, it's a lot harder for me personally to place those colors and do yeah. it than I yeah. with some of the older records and you know bringing it back to smile on this one um brian wilson presents smile i've been in the market dabbling for a vinyl record of brian wilson presents smile 
yeah you're a lucky guy <laughs> i got it i got dude i got that when it came out first it cost me 14 euro which is about yeah. 15 dollars you're uh you're gonna i i doubt you'll ever sell it but if you did <laughs> no, no, you'd no, make no. up pretty well on it <laughs> no it's, no i hear that it sounds great i i just i hear that it's it sounds it's, great but the cd uh, sounds great too i the, the thing with the CDs that kills it for me, and again, I'm just, I'm going to get crucified by some people for this for sure, but it, I, I lose some of the dynamics and some of the earthiness on there yeah, too. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. Those 60s recordings, and, and the big one for me, and it sucks to say, is those, the pianos on Smile are great. On, on the 60s Smile, you've got so many piano sounds. I mean, I'm trying to, to think about the I'm, piano on, on on the Brian Wilson smile that's a fake harpsichord like yep. it's a sampled harpsichord and you could hear I remember the first time I heard yep. I was like that sounds weird yeah like, it sounds it's weird the, the pianos I think some of them are, I sound fake to me too I mean maybe they're not all but some of them do too and I, what's cool about Brian Wilson that smile we can watch you know you can watch those sessions off the DVD and and kind of see some of it but I don't even know and obviously in the live shows this would have been true but I don't know if they even used real um uh, percussion percussion instruments for the um the tuned percussion like i don't know if they were using a oh, real vibraphone or if right. it was like electric right. like pads um I, I i'd like to know but i i hear that some of that is alleviated like it's not as sharp of a mix on the record which would make sense to me you know just mixing yeah it's more it's it's because it's kind of more you know it's more dulled down so mm -hmm. it's almost like you know you know it's like fake pianos and stuff especially older Very ones. sharp yeah, if you cut the high end off, it doesn't sound as fake. Mm -hmm. It still sounds right. a bit shitty, but like, <laughs> yeah, but it always it, <laughs> it always amazed me. I'm thinking, lads, you've got a fucking anything you could you could import a harpsichord in and say, yep. oh no, the harpsichord sounded as good as I think I remember listening to Darian Sahanaji was saying, or maybe it wasn't Darian, but it was one of the guys who were saying that oh no, the harpsichord just sounded better on the, the Curzel keyboard or something. Like, it was one of those things. I was thinking. Mm -hmm. No way. There's man. no way. Yeah. No fucking no way. Go way. Like this is the guy who who, who uh plucked the strings of a piano to get a <laughs> sound out of it. Like I, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I met Darian back when the Gershwin album came out. Uh, I was That's at a brilliant uh, album. That's a brilliant. It's album. a brilliant album. Very good. I, I was there for that tour, and at the, at that point in my life, you know, I was still pretty young, like a teenager. Um, it was. I mean, that's the best kind of thing. You got Brian Wilson doing Gershwin music. Like that's a huge gateway to a bunch of different music that I wouldn't have listened to otherwise. Um, but I was at. It's called the Highline Ballroom in New York City, and uh, you know, going down to the city, which is already cool. See Brian Wilson in New York City, and then we're in this ballroom, and the whole band came down. Um, I think it was. It was probably before the show, just hanging out with people in this ballroom. So I'm sitting at a table eating dinner, and Darian walk, walks by. I'm like. Like that, I was with my dad. Dad, I gotta talk to him. Like he's, you know, he's the musical secretary. He's the guy. Like he was me back then. <laughs> and then he got to do it. So I had him sign um, a Heroes and Villains uh, single for me. Uh, and he tried to get it to Brian, but you know, it, I'm sure he tried his best. But um, it's funny because I was talking to him about it, and I said, you know, a lot of people would credit you as being one of the reasons that this album came out. I mean, you, you were really passionate about it. You were there for all the sessions and knew all the music by heart, mm. like you and the other wonderments and all, like, that was your musical education. Like he said it himself. He's like, ah, you know, I'm not a beach boy. I, I didn't do it. <laughs> but when you think about it, what, what you mentioned there, he did have a huge part in the sound of Brian Wilson presents smile, the way 100%. that came together. 
And those guys, I mean, Brian's band, uh, no, it, it's like the, the thing that doesn't need to be said because everybody says it, but like they are, they really are the best. Like, they, oh, incredible. In, absolutely incredible what they can do. Incredible. Me and, my, it, me and my friend years ago, we went to London <clears throat> to see the premiere of, the, of that Lucky Old Son, which probably oh, is, oh, it's, it's just, uh, that is an amazing record. It is. Um, we snuck into one of the kind of the way out in the Royal Festival Hall. I'm sure you've seen on things of those yep. kind of white little boots at the side. And yep. there was no, there was none of them in one of them. No one in one of them. Me and my mate, it's like, well, we chance. Well, Scott, yeah. So we went, <laughs> no one came. So we're right beside the thing and we're like drunk as idiots fucking dancing yeah yeah years after after the show this woman comes running up to us she goes were you the guys dancing at the thing and we're like oh yeah and she's like all right and then i see scotty bennett and another guy yep. from the band coming towards us i'm like what the hell turns out it was scott's wife who oh. came up to us and we're like dude no we're, we're just talking to your wife we're not you know it's right and yeah uh, well, you know yeah <laughs> i think it's his ex-wife now but anyways yeah. um and she, we're just talking and going on about stuff. And um, she's like, do you want to come tomorrow night? And we're like, oh, shit, we can't, man, our flight. We, I said to her, give me your number and I'll text you to see if we can. Because we had no, to move it. <laughs> yeah, we had no, like, we had nowhere to stay in London. Our whole plan was like, we'd go to London and then <laughs> try and find a place to stay. And then whatever. We couldn't right. find a place to stay. So by the time 7 a.m. came in the morning, we're like, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just totally yeah. fine. But it's one of my biggest regrets. I was like, why didn't like it's idiot? Like, cause she was like, oh, in the moment it seems, yeah. You know, in the moment I, it seems impossible. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, but dude, that like, that's one of my uh, favorite Brian Wilson albums. I love that. Like that'd be, that'd be interesting to see if you could take his, voice and brianatize it into the 60s you know i i may have tried a little bit all I right might, i might <laughs> have been trying it it's i gotta tell you i i don't back in the the thing for me I, with with book off smile you know it's it's my voice so i kind of hear more of the imperfections in it than most people probably hear so in terms of enjoying it like i really enjoy listening to it but the thing i've enjoyed the most about it is first off the discussions have been great. Like, you mm -hmm. know, even having this discussion with you, like these discussions about AI and about the Beach Boys music and, hey, maybe this is how it's supposed to be. Oh, you know, Mike would have saying that. That's awesome to even be a part of it. Like, even if I was just a participant. Yeah. Um, but the, the big one, the second one is, I've been getting back into the Beach Boys again. Big time. <laughs> I've been that lucky old son. I've got the record. I've got the vinyl. Um, I've been listening to that. I've got brian wilson's first solo album which is i think probably my favorite solo album from him honestly really um, that one in my car i you know the 80s cd not any of the reprints i gotta get the you know not the non brick walled one um it's just it's it's crazy to get back into it and say like man you know you know i i don't feel you know i don't feel almost 30 years old but when i think back i'm like it's been like 10 years since i really dove into this music at this point and uh it's it's crazy to be reintroduced to you know that lucky old son and say i wonder what morning beat would sound like with <laughs> 1960s brian wilson because that's a great song and maybe even 1970s brian wilson would be a better fit for that one because that's kind of got that um, shortened red kind of feel to it so yeah yeah there's there's some like just amazing songs that he kind of went i think after smile he had that probably just due to everything of like he probably had confidence again and like he yeah. felt like he did so and you could that spark he had of like 
Brian like the smile and then lucky old son and then um Gershwin yeah. Disney one I wouldn't be too mad about it. I think I played that yeah. one so I was like eh, that's good enough it's, for me it's got some it's got like one or two great tracks on it and then the rest is just yeah like, was like and then peer pressure what was that one peer pressure peer pressure. I really enjoyed that. no peer pressure no peer pressure yeah yeah, yeah. I I good really stuff. enjoyed that I remember um you know it, you're you're around the scene so you probably heard some of the leaks back then too like oh man that, new brian track like i was you know i'd get people dming me like um what's the song uh, uh runaway dancer that's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and, and i'm listening to it i'm like auto-tuned brian wilson <laughs> on a track with this what's his name Cebu or something like or uh, that was I'm, the like, shitty disco track <laughs> yeah. fucking dude i despise that on every level and e- with every being in my body when i heard that you i was know, like with Fuck how you, long I've that vocalist, I think I've got your uh, your musical taste down now for sure. <laughs> but there's some good stuff on that album. Um, I'm Casey Musgrave that. song. Casey yeah, Musgrave Casey, song. I, I guess he had to be there. Yes. Yep. Yes. There's, that's good. There's a lot of great tracks on that one. I remember everybody was all crazy about um, what's it called, the last song or something. Yeah, um, that was a bit meh. It's it's meh, but the that song for me is "Summer's Gone." Um, that's why I got into the radio. If we could get the, you know, we might be able to do it now with some of this AI stuff, but making a, re-engineering that song, you know, getting yeah. those pianos to sound really good. It's got, that's a real vibraphone for sure on that track and some of that stuff going in and just making our own mix of it. I can't imagine how good that song would be. That's oh, like that's some 1971 surf soft level of like, you know, that that run at the end of, uh, you know, Day and Life of the Tree, Till I die and serves up like that. I th- I think it's I think all things considered, you know, being a you know sixty something seventy year old guy, uh, if you if you throw that out the window and you just look at it musically, it's it's up there. It's really yeah good stuff. yeah. I, I agree, man. Those those last three just. Do you know what's weird? When I heard that and we we're talking about Days of Future Past, the yep. last section of the orchestra on the first song. <laughs> I don't know, did Brian rip it off purposely? But it's the same melody. Well, I don't think he just did it, but it's that same. I was like, holy shit, that's somewhere yeah. gone. It it honestly, it's a it's a very um a very similar that that's like I hear that on a lot of stuff, that kind of it's almost like the jazz, like the like that kind of like pop ballad kind of thing. But you're right, there's there's a lot of it that that song actually does have a very moody blues feel to it it's kind of mm. it kind of like plods a little bit and it's it's a vibe i guess people would say so um but i i really i i've been getting back into the beach boys big time obviously yeah. <laughs> um and listening to some of those tracks again the brian wilson solo stuff it's just been a it's been a cool experience and yeah. i i do want to see what people are able to do with it i i don't I think personally, you know, I said I'm, I'm looking at that Lucky Old Sound and see what I can do with it. Mm. I I kind of have felt like if if it's an artistic thing, like there's a spark and I'm like, I want to redo the whole that Lucky Old Sound. I'm really motivated to do it. Then I would probably do this whole AI thing. But there's something to me that feels a little bit weird about like, you know, every comment is just do on a holiday, do song for children. And it's I like, get, yeah. you know, like, let's make the people happy. And it's like, well, maybe one day the spark will hit. And I'll just yeah. want to do it for myself, and then mm. it'll come out great. But mm. um, I I have messed around with it a bit for myself, and I'm sure plenty of people now that I've released the model can they'll pro- they're probably making you know in two weeks somebody will have a new model that's even better that they'll be making 
you know, where I, I really, I'll tell you what, if anybody li- that listens to this wants to make an AI track, my number one that I want to hear is Melt Away from Brian's oh, personal that's book. so good, man. I'd love to hear somebody take a swing at that one because that 80s voice, you know, it, he kind of had a yell. <laughs> he kind of yells yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he does. There's this like, I don't know. I'd love to see, you know, a kind of a maybe Friends era Brian Wilson do that one would be really cool. Well, you could you could take the version from I Just Wasn't Made for These Times, that Meltaway version true. and AI, because that's actually quite nice little kind of subtler version, probably what yeah, it should have been. I wonder if you could even just pull the vocal off and drop it. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, might do that later. <laughs> I, you know, I always thought it would be a cool one as well because, like, when when I heard this, you know, you get all these like, oh, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. Yeah, but like, uh, off his off his imagination album. I love that song. She says that she loves you. Yeah, she said you need it. She which was Sherry. Sh- Sherry, she needs you. But if you could take his voice from the sixty, because it's such a sixty song. Oh and, like, yeah, the production on that album is very, you know. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's Joe Thomas. I think that was the first time he produced Brian and like. Yeah, Not some it. of the country or stuff like whoa. Yeah, the adult contemporary. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Song. Some Ooh. of that cheesy ass shit, like just like yeah. no nah, man. <laughs> yeah, the flamenco, kind of... like I can yeah, hear it. Yeah. What was that on Cry? That was a good song though. Cry. Yeah, oh, it's 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 funny because I feel like that one is very um love it or hate it, like that that track. Yeah, so yeah, the guitar is cheesy as fuck though. <laughs> You're like, oh come on. They can, but that's one of the things about Brian Wilson too, like. I wonder, you know, speaking of AI, to talk a little bit about the AI stuff, I wonder how this would affect, like, a, an album like the Beach Boys Love You. That mm. is, I mean, Beach Boys fans know, that is, like, a fantastic album. I, I know there's some people who are doubters, but... I love it. Really, it is, I mean, I I bet, you know, I bet he's nice. Um, let's put our hearts together. I sang a little, let's put our hearts together thing into the... Um, in the video where I explained kind of how I use this stuff. Um, the night was even so young. The night was so young. That's a great song too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and that's the thing is I, I really wonder if, if that album could achieve mainstream success going through something like this, like if the beach boys back then had been able to say like, all right, Brian, you know, you're smoke, you're chain smoking. You're not taking <laughs> it out. You kind of sound iffy, you know, if they had, if they had this technology, I wonder if they would have used it. You know, I, I, if there had been time to get used to it and say, all right, we're going to clean it up a little bit. We're going to take a vocal from 10 years ago. And, we're, you know, it's still a new performance. It's still a new song. It's still you. It's still Brian Wilson. But it's it's almost like, I mean, that would just be de-aging. You know, that's that's almost like tonal auto-tone. Auto-tune. Auto-tone. There you go. <laughs> Great. There you go. But... It, it, I wonder because, you know, um, I bet he's nice. Like, you know, the vocals on those tracks leave something to be desired. Mona is another one. I'm, I'm at work all the time. I've got a co-worker with, that, with the same name. So Mona, Mona. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know, that would have been a hit if it hadn't been sung by, you know, the, the era, the, that era where, like, I'm pretty sure they probably had more coke in their system than they did, like, oxygen. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, yeah. I wonder really how that album would have done because, songwriting wise the songs are weird but they're well written tracks you know you could really get a lot of mileage out of that so it has a charm though like oh yeah oh like there's there's some, there's some fucked up it. tracks like johnny carson is a fucking mad track it's so fucking strange it's man. weird 
but but that's the thing is that you know i at, when when pet sounds came out god only knows didn't even it, it wasn't oh, no. getting the radio play it deserved because it had god the title so in, in a weird way it's almost like you know as as the bar shifts a little bit towards like well we're not playing because it, it has god the title then it's like well you know that's too weird you know we're not mm, playing mm. john carson on the radio I mean, yeah, not the best song of all time but it, yeah it, even still it's it's fascinating to think like i really do wonder if uh, another one my diane uh, somebody's already taken care of that. Justin took care of that. Uh, I, I'm calling him Justin. I hope he doesn't mind me using a first name basis for that. I, I completely <laughs> forget his his username and all these crazy things. But um, he he did my uh, Diane. Guess I'm dumb, which is like genius to do that one because that's you know such an easy like. Of course, that's the one we're gonna do. Um, and you know you hear it and you go, wow, my Diane should be like on Sounds of Summer or something. Like yeah, that's that's a classic but it never really got the chance. Dennis Wilson's entire Pacific Ocean Blue album. You know, a record. Of, of course, just me saying this stuff, if some people on, you know, the Steve Hoffman forums or something heard that, they'd be like, you want to touch Pacific Ocean Blue? Like, get your hands off it. It's perfect how it is. And, yeah. and it really is, you know, from a musician's ear, there's so much to grab there. It's a, it's a brilliant album. Mm. But that's the thing is that like, I mentioned it earlier. I listened to Brian Wilson present Smile in Blue Hawaii. No, you know, I wasn't hearing it, but, well, I heard it, but I, my fiance wasn't singing. You know what I mean? It didn't get stuck. <laughs> but when she hears the Brian Wilson 60s version, I don't know. There's just something about it that it's it's just got, it, it, it's the full package at that point. And, you know, it's never going to be, the, these tracks, the AI tracks, they're always going to be missing something for sure. I, I, I think we can agree on that. Like yeah, there's always going to yeah. be something missing, but you know, you just, you listen to it passively, you know, you just kind of turn it on in the background and listen to it. And you're like, huh, I just listen to smile, except it's got all the vocals, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. But you, you kind of have to go into it with the mindset of you're, you're, you're not, you can't go into it going, this isn't Brian Wilson. Cause you'll yeah. never enjoy it. You know, oh yeah, you, you, you can never. You, you kind of have to go into it as like it's almost like a movie when you're watching a movie and it's got a uh, fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex in it. Special you know, effects. Yeah. You're already going. That's not a T Rex, man. Wait. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like so you have to kind of. It's almost like this. You know your yeah, belief. Don't you have to just, enjoy it, right? Yeah, like and yeah. I, I, it's funny because that's exactly what I'm saying about Love You as well. You know, if you go into Beach Boys Love You saying, "Man, you know, like." I've heard a lot of good things about this. I just give it a fair shake, a, a chance, which nowadays with, with streaming, I, I'm worried that people aren't willing to do that anymore because, you know, music has been, in my opinion, commoditized to the point where like, yeah. oh, you know, I want to listen to that album, play it for two minutes, ah, pause it, throw it away. Like, you know, if you bought a CD, you're going to give it a shot. But I wonder if, uh, you know, if that same mindset applies to records that they did record. You know, match point of our love. I've been listening to lately. Like, it's a it's a very mid seventies track. It's got the the like disco beat to it and stuff. But if you just say like, I want to enjoy this, you know, you, you smile while you're listening yeah. to it, right? You really can enjoy it in a way that I I don't think you could if you were always analytical about it, and always trying to you know yeah. find flaws. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that with the, with the Beach Boys of like you kind of have to, especially when you get Brian went 
from this amazing voice to like a voice that you're like, is that the same dude? Like, like at yep. parts when he got older, it was almost like Ozzy Osbourne's voice. You're like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, but even like even when when like i was always hesitant when smile was going to come out his version of smile like i don't know because i remember hearing getting getting in over my head and the vocals on that were not amazing there's some dodgy shit and then you hear that you're like wow like it's actually quite i mean he you can hear he's been double tracked oh yeah even the other boys in the in the band you can hear it even yeah 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 you can hear it but it it works it works and and that's the thing is i I really think, I think I wrote it in like the liner notes of Book Off Smile. If you just smile while you listen to it, which sounds so cheesy, but if you really <laughs> do, you just, you just go into it saying, I, I want to enjoy this. I want to yeah. hear Smile finished. If you do it and you suspend your disbelief just enough, it, it gets your imagination going, which it was an unintentional name drop of another Brian Wilson song. But <laughs> <laughs> well, man, like the, like I said to you, there was like some moments when I was just I was like, wow, I was like, shit, man. That's that's like it really had that. Like I didn't expect it to go. I was like, whoa, especially that that um, uh, like I said to you, the old master painter. Old master. I just yeah. didn't expect that. I was like, oh shit, that's cool, man. That was definitely um, that was the last thing I added to it, and I was, was like, I feel like a lot of people, you know. A lot they'll be expecting in Hawaii, they'll be expecting Child's Father the Man, but I wanted something where people whoa, wait a second. Like and it was the same thing with um I released Three Lake Worms first. Uh and I wanted a surprise in there too. So I did the ripping of concrete vocals. And I got a lot of comments and I was I was really happy to. A lot of comments where people said, um, hey, you know, I, I expected the, you know, wave from the earth. I expected that. But when that ribbon of concrete thing came in, I was like, wow, you know, exactly. <laughs> I didn't expect that, you know, and it's, it's the stuff, it, it's almost like Easter eggs at this point, yeah, which is very yeah. strange music Easter eggs, but it's, I, I, I totally hear you. I, I wanted to have some surprises and I'm, I'm glad that people were able to, uh, you know, get taken aback by an album they probably heard a thousand times. You know, that's, that's the magic thing about Smile. Um, I heard somebody made a mix recently the excitations mix i think it's called right and it's got um he gives speeches and she's going bald put together (laughs) in in the middle of smile i I don't remember i think it comes off of the uh take your sunshine away and then Uh, just like boom boom he gives speech and i was actually that's kind of cool right and it, it hit me i was like man you know there's still so much we could do with this music and since there's no order you can just say like oh well yeah, that's that smog rant that Brian went on. That was totally part of the follow-up to Pet Sounds. That was gonna be on the album. <laughs> and you it, it's just as valid to say it as anything else. But Brian himself said that I, I'm pretty sure it was Brian that said, like, this is not 2004 Brian Wilson presents is not necessarily smile as it would have been. So it's really just, you know, it's just another mix. They're all just mixes that we come up with. So well, as Picasso said, art is never done. I think that was Picasso. Art is yes. never finished. Art is never finished, I think. Just, what did he say? Just abandoned? Something yeah, 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 yeah. I Which fucked up your quote, Picasso. Sorry about that. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on that on that lovely note, hey man, thanks so much for doing this. It's re- I Thank really enjoyed it. Me. I could talk about the Beach Boys forever. I'm sure you could too, so. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and oh I, man, I hope, defo. I hope that you're able to... Uh, Get that Brian Wilson AI working for yourself and get some stuff going there. And uh, I don't think I have even time. I'm finishing three records at the moment. It is like Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, I'll yeah, take but, most of those for sure. But um, oh yeah, before I go, I can if you want, I can um, 
uh, ripped the vinyl for you. It sent oh, it back. No, it's so funny. I, I was going to ask, and absolutely, that would make my day for sure. If, cool, if man. You don't, I'll, get it to, I'll, I'll get it to you over the weekend and send it to you. Thank then. you so much. Oh, man, that'd be great. I gotta, I'll take the flag, put on the CD. And <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Thank All you, right, so brother. Much. Hey, man, thanks so much. Too. So we'll be in touch, anyways. Yes, absolutely. Thanks take for care, having me. Cheers. Right. Have a good day.